and all the ones and twos and all the technology and all the buttons. Can you help us or help me by 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 getting getting a conversation going with Champ uh, Butcher? Is it possible we can do that? Butcher, are you out there? Come hither from the nethers. That's it? That's all I get? Butcha! There she is. Oh, and a fucking theme song? (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Hello, Butcha. Hey, guys, how are you? I'll let Mr. Kabas answer that question. I think he won some money this weekend. I never would have thought that Patrick Mahomes would have got the the kiss of death in the Super Bowl. Nice job, Butcha. Uh... It's, you know, it's what I do. <laughs> America, it's the truth. The voice of reason is a voice of reason for a reason. For a reason. Oh, my goodness. Reason is the reason for the season. It is. And, and every time the butcher joins us, I'm a happy person. So, hey, butcher, how you be? Hello. I'm all right. Uh, I was not too impressed with the Super Bowl. But I know uh, Kilbasa was, so... I One of us rather, is happy. No, I found it rather boring. So, the, you I drank instead. I, oh, no. I I got a little oh, no. little little fuzzy. Yes, I did. Oh, no. We had uh, at our Super Bowl extravaganza. I had three other people in the house with me. It was you know a large gathering, I guess, for this time of year, but. Everyone I took there, you know, I put the scanner on their thermometer and no one had a temperature, so I, I let them come in. And uh, first thing uh, someone says is, hey, I have a drinking game. That's all I need, right? Yeah. I said, all right, what's the drinking game? Every time there's a field goal, we have to do shots. And I said, there's not going to be any field goals. There'll be more extra points than field goals. And no fishing. Kansas City Chiefs. Nobody beats the Chiefs but the Chiefs when they kick three field goals and no one scores a touchdown. And uh, I tell you what, we had some nice things to drink. I had some uh, just devastatingly chilled good vodka and uh, a lot to eat and uh, assorted other pleasantries in the house. And I kind of agree with you. This game uh, was like watching my Jets in the four. Uh, I wasn't uh, I wasn't pleased with the way Kansas City's preparations uh, panned out in terms of production. And Butcher, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this right now, and I'm going to let everyone in America, Oslo and Red Hook, be mad at me. I had, uh, before the game, I spoke to the doctor, and the doctor says, Mishy, give me, give me, give me something to look for that I don't know. And in between this program last Wednesday, 24 hours later, um, I said to the doctor, I said, doctor, the head coach's son was in a car wreck that has many people injured and a girl in the hospital. Yeah. And they said, what, and the doctor said, what did, uh, you know, what side stories do you know? Oh, I said, well, Andy Reid's boy, I said to the law enforcement people, I only had two or three beers. And we said, "Uh uh-oh. And at that point, the good doctor said, I don't care what you said about the Kansas City Chiefs, Mesh. The Tampa Bay 
team is going to win this game because the Tampa Bay's head coach and their staff and their players are in a kind of state of devastation about this story. And he proceeded to, and this is a legitimate doctor, and he proceeded to give me the, uh, the ones and twos on how the brain works under stress. And it was his feeling right then and there with that happening that the Kansas City Chiefs were going to lose the Super Bowl and Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to win the Super Bowl. And so being an being a open-minded mish, I called my bookie right away. I said, I know you can't take my, my bets off the Kansas City uh, team winning and the over and all these things that I like. And I said, put X on tamper and put Y on the under. And he says, you know, you, you know, you double dip in here. Mitch. And I said, I spoke to the doctor, the, uh, another voice of reason. So I kind of broke even on the Super Bowl based on having a nice conversation with a person smarter than me. What do you think about that? That's uh, breaking evens. Never a bad day. <laughs> never a bad day. Never a bad day. And then, of course, the uh, the party people, K Pasa, K Pasa, come over and they said we're drinking on, you know, we're doing shots on field goals. And I didn't think I would think I would have to like volunteer my own shot, but I guess I didn't have to. Shots of what? Go. Uh, vodka, of course. Well chilled. So I got a little lucky, and uh, Michi always can get a little lucky with some things, and I have some very bright people around me on occasion, and I happen to speak one of, to one of the brightest bulbs. Now, I'm not saying Kapas is not a, you know, 40 watt, 60 watt, 100 watt. I know the Butch is a very broad break, but it, it helped me get through the day when I watched what I thought was a really sloppy game on the part of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I played back in my mind the conversation with the doctor and everything the doctor talked talked about in terms of distraction and things not going right played out. And no, and I'll tell you what, that's a heck of a way to uh, play a Super Bowl. Heck of a way to play a Super Bowl. And obviously, Tom Brady and company took care of business. Took care of business. For the seventh time, five MVPs. I mean, good Lord. Is he, uh, you know, I've heard some naysayers, but you tell me that he is the luckiest player in football history. And I don't like that. That's a little too dismissive for me. It is dismissive. No, They're butthurt. It's a butthurt retort. It's a what, what retort? It's a, bu- it's a butthurt retort. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother looking that one up. I don't want to know. The butthurt retort, dude. <laughs> oh, he's the luckiest quarterback ever. That's a butthurt, butthurt retort. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I don't agree I don't Welcome either. back to Butt Hurt Retorts, everybody. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about angry people who lost money on But Butcher, Tom Brady, seven Super Bowl championships. I think you said five MVPs. Yeah. And uh, I guess in a word or two words, he's the golden child. He is the golden child. He is the goat. And I don't think his, man, that record is going to stand for a long, long time. I don't see 
any young guy breaking that for a long time. And wow. if 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 the Chiefs would have won, they would be talking about it. They'd be talking about it big time. They would. They would, but they didn't have it. What do they say about those ifs? If, 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 if you did this and if you did that, you'd be something, something, something. Well, they had Kansas City Chiefs, again, according to the good doctor, were behind the eight ball based on something off the field and the coaching staff. And I'll tell you they what, they weren't prepared played, either. They, I mean, their it, game calling sucked. Their game plan sucked. And Patrick Mahomes' toe was obviously bothering him, but... They thought they took it for granted, I think, because they, you know, beat them earlier in the season pretty easily. Then they took it for granted. Granite. They took it for granted. The, uh, I'll tell you what happened in that first quarter when Mr. Gronkowski scored that first touchdown. I looked at my, uh, my betting card and I said, winner, winner, Michi, winner, winner. Chicken dinner. And, and then when Mr. Gronkowski scored the second touchdown, I'm saying to myself, Tampa Bay's going to win this game. And for the rest of the game, it was um, more or less a beatdown. That's the way I looked at it. The Buccaneers did anything and everything that they wanted to do. And uh, I, I agree with the butcher that it wasn't this exciting ball game. And I know Mr. Cabasa said he enjoyed himself, and I'm not, I don't mean to suggest that I did not enjoy myself. I was looking for a better ball game. Me too. Yeah. Me too. But you know, I I the think Super Bowl I, I disagree with both of you guys. I I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was fun to watch. It was because. It, I mean, Butcher. I know you're you're a really big Patrick Mahomes fan. I mean, like you and your roommate there both uh, really love him a lot, and I think you expected him to run away with it and a brand new uh, empire to begin, and Tom Brady would finally be shown the door. But you no. don't go against the no. goat, and the only team that can beat the Kansas City Chiefs beat them. They did themselves. Yep. Certainly did. Certainly did. The uh, there were a couple of uh, developments and the hammer and the vice grip that the Tampa Bay defense uh, put on the Kansas City Chiefs needs you know recognition needs some credit. Um, but all in all, a couple prop bets that were more fun than that ball game for me. I'll tell you what, Mr. Cabasa. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear, uh, Butcher, Mr. Cabasa, did you hear the uh, the jokish prop bet that Tom Brady uh, was ready to perpetrate if he were allowed to perpetrate in the meeting rooms this week for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? No. So, Mr. Kibasa, someone got in Tom Brady's ear that said the over-under for rushing yards for you, old man, was six yards. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> That's funny. And, yeah. and, and Brady was in the quarterback rooms with the coaches doing going through the game plan, and he, he got up and said, guys, a million dollars each. A million dollars each at 35 to 1. Then we'll clean up and we'll have a great time. When they go three defensive linemen, 
and the two outside guys are in pass rush completely um, wide, I'm just gonna run. I'll get six yards after two or three carries. I'll get it. I'll get ten yards. So if I have to do a kneel down when we win this game, we'll still have enough yards to win our bet. And I'm to understand that quarterback room was howling, laughing, howling, laughing at Tom Brady's being so chill, so relaxed, and making like a joke. Because as we all know, NFL players are not allowed to gamble. And it was hilarious. It showed me when I heard that, that there's a man calm, cool, and collected and ready to win a ball game. And that was the, the one thing I heard that really struck me, that Brady had that wherewithal to say, hey, let's have some fun with this. And the quarterback, you know, kept everybody loose, kept everybody calm. That was that was kind of impressive to me that I when I heard that. And then I'm thinking to myself, wow, the gamblers listen to that really are going to get down with that in, in the near future. And it's going to become a problem because everybody wants to be Tom Brady and nobody can. I think it was great. I think it was great to watch. I mean, I, I wasn't going to be rooting for the for the Chiefs. They beat the Browns. And, and I'm thinking, oh, man, a couple plays and we could we totally could have beat the Chiefs and we could have beat the Buffalo Bills, too, man. It could have been us. And who knows what happens. I think Patrick Mahomes was a lot more injured than he was than anybody mentioned. I think he was hurting a lot more. I can agree with that. But he made some great – I mean, he had some of the greatest incomplete passes ever. The the one, if the dude would have caught it, it hit him in the, when he was diving and he threw the ball, it hit the kid – it hit the guy in the head. Bam. I mean, he should have caught that, and that would have been one of the greatest plays in uh, Super Bowl history. Butcher? That could have, would have, should have. What about the referee? What about the referee? You guys talk about that because I need to. I need. I need a little education on this. Uh, for the home team, you mean? Yeah, maybe. A little home for the, for the goat, maybe. Yeah. It's, just, it's a question. It's a question. There were some fucking questionable calls. Give me a break. Like what? Okay, name one. Um, every almost every holding call they made was questionable. Holding. I mean, holding. On. You can you can have holding in every uh, on any every play. play. All you got to do is look. All you yeah. got to do is look. Look a little harder. And they just came at you know just the right moment. Just you know, and they there there was some questionable holding calls. Come on. I'll tell you what. That very well may be true, but never in the history of this Chiefs two or three years of Mahomes' great football. Have they ever had a first quarter with three points, a second quarter with three points, a third quarter with three points, and shut out in the fourth? They have overcome this time and time again. And if you want to tell me it's on the referees, I just want to suggest that. It's just throwing it out there, not blaming, just raising a question. All right, all right. I didn't know. You ain't so. buying that, Mr. Kibasa, are you? Uh, I was uh, up to my neck in chicken drumsticks because they were on sale. <laughs> so the first course I made for breakfast, I wrapped I wrapped about eight of them in bacon, put a rub on them, wrapped them in bacon, and oven roasted it. 
and enjoyed that throughout the day. And then when game time came, I got a, a cast iron skillet and filled it about halfway with peanut oil and then just put a rub on and fried those to a crispy bit. You know, you get you get three or four good, but they look like a lot of meat on the little drumsticks. I mean, regular size drumsticks, but you really only get three good three good bites out of it. So you can really pound a lot of them. So that was fun. So I might have missed the holding me, calls because I was slamming chicken drumsticks. <laughs> they were like it was like ten for two dollars and fifty cents. So I got I got four packs and made two of them. So That's go. good times. There you go. By there my fucking go. self. Woo. Doing your lockdown and your lock up and I um I just did a little bit of button pushing and the Kansas City Chiefs had penalties for ninety five yards. Eight penalties in the first half for ninety five yards. The uh who beats the, the quick Chiefs? highlights the quick highlights, uh Mike Evans going down the uh, left sideline was interfered with. A little questionable because the ball was overthrown. Uh, I'll give you a 50-50, not really. The other highlight of a penalty was a pass interference in the end zone. Again, on number one, three, or, you know, against Mike Evans. And I'll tell you what, you call that every damn day. So all the ideas that Kansas City was not prepared to play goes to the top of the list not you know and the penalties and lack of scoring or ramifications of them not being prepared to play and that's on the coaches and the coaches had a problem well and their kicker was um he was a little ill prepared i'll tell you what i felt sorry for the guy i don't feel sorry for one of them because and I don't mean to cast aspersions, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm a big fan of your football team, or at least I was. But I'll tell you what, the Jets would have played a better game in the Super Bowl than you did. Ouch. I think that Ooh. you know that you gotta respect you gotta respect the aura of the GOAT. Like these the Chiefs, okay. they're young, they're cocky, they're good, they're the defending champs. If you play Tom Brady in the regular season, he's still going to tower over the, the 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 moment. Like these, you know, these young guys, you know, these young NFL players. I'm sure they that they still could be intimidated just by the, especially Absolutely. like linebackers and defensive backs are like, what's he going to do? What's he going to do? He's going to make me look like a fool, and it just gets amplified through through the playoffs. And then if you get in the Super Bowl, that's like a room. That's Tom's. That's Tom's living room, you know. If you're going to the Super Bowl and you're playing Tom Brady, unless you're Eli Manning, you are uh, sitting in the corner at the little kids' table while while the goat is at the chalkboard showing you how to do it. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And he and he did it again. He did it again. And he and he did it again. And I was saying it the whole time. Yeah, you were. And it took a conversation. And a piece of, uh, like I said, a piece of ciphering that I didn't do. But I got, like I said, America. Also, Red Hook. Kind of broke even on the Super Bowl. Gronkowski's touchdown yeah, yeah. really, really helped. And if you put a dollar on that being a game-winning touchdown or a winning touchdown or a touchdown for the winning team, that would have really helped. I did not put that one down. But there was enough action. Um Fantasy football wise, pro football wise, to keep people happy. 
I would suppose. The fans in Tampa had a great time. They Good had job, so guys. many cardboard they had so many cardboard cutouts in the stands. I didn't know what was people and what wasn't. And uh you know, they did a nice job. You know, I didn't really listen much to, to the announcers. I was uh, enjoying that they have uh <laughs> You know the mute button, and me and the boys were having a yeah. good time watching the game. I'll tell you what, you get you two guys. You guys got a lot of complaints about the old Super Bowl, with especially with <laughs> with neither of your teams playing. Absolutely, that's the biggest complaint. I mean, damn! <laughs> like you, you guys are judges on let's judge the Super Bowl. Okay, let's go to the. Actually, you are. This is a panel. You're well, on the panel. What, what did you hate about the Super Bowl? All about? Most deaf. Most deaf. Most deaf. I'm on the wrong program. If this isn't the case, <laughs> I thought you liked me for my judgmental side. I like you. For the you kiss of the death for the butcher. <laughs> All right, boys. I am sorry, but I have to uh, call it a night. I gotta work is calling, and I gotta go finish it up before it's midnight. That's right. All right, Butcher. We always appreciate having you around. And even though it's not going to be football season for a while, I hope that we'll find an excuse to get you back on here sometime soon. Sounds good. You know, I think the Australian Football League starting in March. Maybe we can start doing a podcast for that. That'd be awesome. Oh, dear God. All right, Butcher. Butcher, all the best. Regards and heart. Have a good night, guys. Bye-bye. There she goes back into the ether. The vegetarian butcher. She'll cut your head off and not even think about it. Sleep like a baby. No question. Mishy's favorite part of the show. It is indeed. And uh, I'm glad uh, there's a little um, angst on both our parts. that (laughs) She saw it the same way I saw it. And then... Coagulated in my brain, and I would have come up with it myself. But it happened just after we spoke, Mister Cabasa, a day later, and uh, it's heavy duty. It's heavy duty. They but did. I don't want to dwell on that. I do not no, want to dwell ahead, on man. that, because I, I think you could tell that. I mean, the the Chargers, the Chargers, <laughs> the Chiefs just didn't yeah. have it. They had that look in their eye. They had the, that exhausted look in their eye, just like. Their, their eyebrows were big up on their head and, you know, they kind of had their hands on their hips a lot. And poor Andy Reid, man, I feel for the dude. What a terrible thing to have going on in your life. And, yeah. And even if – and in that game, the thing is, if you're off a one-hundredth of an iota, man, it, it can do – because everything has to be so precise if you're and off just a teeny the, tiny bit. That was what the doctor explained to me. And that mindset um, of of how highly tuned these guys are, that little millisecond of indecision or delay or doubt or uh, anything that isn't 100% focused 
on the task at hand, they played like a team that was not fully focused and ready to play. And that um, is the hard part. You know, just taking away from the events that caused that, I mean, that's the hard part to see while you're watching a pro football game. And we expect greatness. We expect a show. And we saw it on one side of the field and we didn't see it on another. There was, uh, like I said, you know, the only guy in that slightly resembled a red uniform was the streaker to get into the end zone. And that's not what you expect for the Kansas City Chiefs. Mr. Kibasa. Yes, sir. Well, you were well, you were watching the game. Did you see out of the corner of your eye before uh, the TV show cut away, the streaker coming across the field, left to right on your viewing screen? No, I didn't notice it until they said something. They cut him. They cut away immediately, right? Yes, but you caught a glimpse of uh, a glimpse of it happening. Oh, okay. I don't. And, well, that's you know that's why I miss you. I see these things. I I, I see different sized lapels on people. And You're watching you the all twenty two angle. Suit. I got a nice TV. I can see anything. Yeah. And let me tell you something I heard about that. And you tell me if this is a, a legit or Las Vegas should be upset. The guy who did the streaking at the Super Bowl had a hundred thousand dollar bet that there will be a streaker at the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't hear that. And, and he had two other of his buddies in on the bet who kind of faked left, tried to get on the field. Security was a little uh, – took care of that. They had another guy who came from the right. Security took care of him. And he said, well, there goes all the security. I'm gone. <laughs> And this is not the first time that these group of guys had made prop bets. Will there be a streaker at a major event? <laughs> That's hilarious. Ballsy. And, 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 you know, I was having fun with Tom Brady saying, yeah, yeah, let's do this, but we can't. But these guys went ahead because they're not football players, not in the game. They went ahead and shook and shook. And shook a little harder and found a way to to Jimmy the Lock and make a boatload of money. The thousand dollar fine that streaker had to pay versus the thirty five hunt no three hundred and fifty thousand dollar payout doesn't mean a damn thing. It's only a thousand. I just made three hundred fifty grand. Here's a thousand. Watch me burn a cigar with a ten one hundred dollar bills in the next five minutes and i'm telling you mr kielbasa when i heard that i shook my head and said why didn't we why didn't me and mr kielbasa think of that <laughs> that's that's great remarkable remarkable did they pay i mean don't does does vegas have to make a stipulation from here on out like look if you're gonna bet that there's a streaker you can't be the you streaker can't be the streaker well, it would seem like that would be like the next article of confederation for the organized gambling world of the United States of America. And I don't know if that sentence actually worked, but we'll move on. And that has to come up now. But that is what is the word when you rig a game? There's, uh, you know, there's, there's a certain 
you know, you're fixing the game. You're fixing that debt. And you, there has to be some, some sort of, um, should we say this guidance moving forward on the legitimacy of some of these actual wagers? Because if that happened, you know, and I, if Mishy hears about it and didn't think about it, he heard about it, and it's a bright idea, you've got to know that it's more is coming. And if these guys have done it before and the bookmakers haven't figured this out yet, too bad for them. Too bad for them. They're supposed to be the smart guys. And they're not. Yeah. What do you think about that, Mr. Kibasa? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's 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 good stuff. And See, balls that's, of steel. That's, that's, that's why we bring it that's why we bring it to the table. I'm not sure how many people know that story. Your listeners do here in the football ferocity, Super Bowl edition. Post mortem. Post post mortem for the Chiefs, please. I think the Tampa Bay. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Mister Kabasa, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won their last eight games of the season. Wow. Is, that, is that accurate? I that sounds good. I mean, once Brady, Brady got you, Brady got locked in. He got locked in, and the boys believed. And the boys believed. I heard a little story that Tom Brady, the two weeks in between the games, Tom Brady was texting guys, like the whole team, we can do this. We're going to do this. We can do this. We're going to do this. And the mindset of a winner, the mindset of a champion, he's got a picture of Tom Brady's face right on there. Right there. Right there. Right there. And there was a uh, boat parade in Tampa today. I don't know if you heard about that. I, mean, I know you're a busy man. Did you hear about the boat parade? I, I heard that Tom Brady might have had a, a couple couple pops. In his brand-new $2 million boat. <laughs> good, good for him. Go good for him. him. Good, good for him. him. Someone said, uh, I don't know if this is true, but he actually threw the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another oh, and Jesus. had somebody else catch it. There's no way that can be the real one. That has to be like a No, that, that's got to be that what they call that not real news. Not real news. Tom Brady went 21 for 29 with 201 yards only. He was playing fantasy football last weekend, Mr. Cabasa. He would have got 26 fantasy points. Okay. That's solid. Our man, no, that's you get over 25 points. All you want is fantasy football. All you want, listen to me. What you really, really want out of your quarterback in fantasy football is 25-plus points. You will take 20-plus. But when you get over 25, you know you're having a good day. Well, you only take – Tom you only Brady. Take, you, only, you only take 20-plus if – you got other guys that are going to have 20 as well. Well, you know, you take 20, you get 20, you know, you hope for 20 on a bye week and your starter isn't there. But our man, Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> fantasy football wise, 26 for 49. There was a point in this game where he was well below 50% in his past completions. Threw for 270 only 270 yards, useless yards. And if this was fantasy football, Mr. Cabasa, Patrick Mahomes would have got nine 
fantasy points. And you were playing losing fantasy football and you were playing and they played losing pro football. It's remarkable. But I'm sitting here watching this game and I like to do I'm looking, you know, that sometimes they have the scroll with the stats and sometimes I lock in certain guys and I can do the math in my head. It's pretty simple math. And I'm I'm doing this game and I'm thinking to myself after that second Gronkowski touchdown, I said, dude, that's like that's like 15 fantasy points for Brady in the first half. What the hell's going on here? And the people I was with all play fantasy football and they said, Mission, do you ever not do that? And I said to them, looked at them quite frankly as I lifted my beer and I said, Hell no. I do this all the time. Hell to the no. I do it. I do it more during the playoffs than I do during the regular season because I can't help myself. It's, it's, it's the way I'm geared. It's the way my mind works. Now, I wasn't a champion this year in fantasy football, but I'm going to go for it. I'll be prepared. I'll be chilled. I'll be relaxed. I'll put in my obligatory 15 minutes a week for the next eight weeks, not listen to the hoopla, look who C gets signed, look to see how free agency works. Understand that there's going to be trades in the draft and get kind of motivated. But this is the time of year. The happy scouting is like 15 minutes a week. That's it. And I recommend everyone join me on that because you have to recharge your batteries. You have to refresh yourself. You have to get your mind right for another fantasy football season and another pro football season. That's what I'm doing, Mr. Cabasa. Your next championship starts tomorrow, America. Well, my next championship started, you know, has started already. My fantasy football season and everyone else's was over before the new year. We are already, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six weeks or, or more into 2021. And yeah, it started already, but it's low key, 15 minutes, keeping track of a couple movements. Seeing who gets arrested right now, I'm interested in the police blotter. Uh, I'm interested in, in the rookies and how they do in, in, in what the draft is going to look like and how they're going to do it remotely. Um, that, those are the things that I'm, you know, 15 minutes a week. That's all, I'm, that's all they're going to get from me. And as the summer turns into fall, you know, we certainly ramp it up to um, mighty, 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 mighty hours put in dedicated hours so we mishy and mr kielbasa and champ butcher can bring the fantasy football ferocity to our people that's why we do it and to our league mates the people we play with i'll tell you what in fantasy football if i lost the championship game the way the chiefs did i would apologize to my opponent damn dude i wish i could have given you a better game We've seen it many times before in the past. One team just has a hard time, and and they go up against somebody like Tom Brady, and he just eats them alive. He's like, "Oh, oh, you're off just a little bit. I'm, I'm right. I'm passed on. I'm so far passed on. I'm just a ball of flames throwing a football in the Super Bowl because it's my game." Well, and that that brings. I thought about that, um, and I thought about what you said, Mister Kilbasa. Championship week, uh, the NFC, AFC championship games are tremendous. The round before that, when uh, you're fighting for the right to get to that championship game, they are tremendous. 
And I have a note in crayon, you know, basically paraphrasing just that. So this time next year, I won't be feeling uh, I won't be feeling so bad for myself because I'm going to lower my expectations. Uh, based wow. on the, based on based on the insights I have found in the sausage hunt fantasy football ferocity. What do you think about that, Mister Cabasa? Did you know, Mishy? That the New York football Jets have not lost a game in 2021. I do indeed. I do indeed. And uh, I'm very, uh, we've actually maybe had a little bit of a winning offseason with their new head coach and the new optimism. But I'm fond of telling my fellow Jet fans, you know, son of a bitch, this is another brand new head coach, a guy who's never been a head coach. And the Jets do that all the time. I mean to tell you, Mr. Cabasa, for the whole of the 21st century, the three, four, five, oh my God, maybe five coaches that are rebuilding the Jets in their likeness are all rookie head coaches. And that is part of the problem with my New York football Jets. Hmm. Yes, sir. Management, management. But I don't want to dwell. I don't want to dwell on on other things. Uh, I would hey, like. W- to would you like to take some people. phone calls, Mishy? Can, 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 can we do that? I, I, I'm going to open up the hotline here and see see if we can get anybody on the phone, Mishy. So let's see. Here oh, we go. Take some phone calls that. in the sausage hunt, hey, everybody. Hey, I, I have a request, Mr. Kavasa. Yeah. Line three. Start with line three. All right, Michigan. Yeah. Let's go to see what we got. Line three here, dialing it right up. Ring, 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 ring. Uh, yeah. Uh, go ahead, caller. Uh, yeah. Hey, man. Uh, you guys haven't taken calls on the sausage hut in a while. I know. It's just one of those things where sometimes the input just has to get in the right input. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I don't understand that. But uh. It's good to have you back, man. Hey, Mishy, it's good to see you too, bro. I'm a big fan. Uh, who's this? Who's this on the call? This is uh, this is Leon from Denver, Colorado. Leon from Denver. Hey, Leon, Leon. how's it going, man? Oh, man, it's good. You know, go Nuggets. Have... Leon, let me ask you a question. You got a Denver perspective. Can I ask you a question before you ask us a question? Do you mind? No, man. Uh, go ahead. I, you know, I just like being here. I'm kind of nervous. So. <laughs> Understood. Understood. No need to apologize. Uh, lift your hands up in the air like you're Tom Brady and as a champion. Just before you answer this question, don't oh, be nervous. Man, I'm not a big Tom Brady fan, though. No, but your man, John Elway, has stepped aside and is no longer the operating guy. The guy pulling the and strings in It's about time, Denver. man. It's about time. Good riddance, John. I mean, geez. Hey, man. Uh, you hey, answered my good. question. What? You answered my question. Yeah. Wow. Well, hey, I'm always going to John Elway, you know. I mean, the first game I went to, my grandpa took me to a game, and, and uh, John Elway was playing. It was great. Won the Super Bowl that year, man. I was hooked. I'm Denver Broncos for life, but that's, you know. Well, um, then, then how can we help great. you here tonight on how, – Leon, how can we help you here tonight? What's your question? Leon. Yeah, Leon, hey. 
Yeah, man. Uh, Mitchy, I was I was wondering what you. Uh, I know you talked about making chicken wings all season. I, I was wondering how the menu went at your Super Bowl get together, bro. Oh yeah, Mitchy. How did your cooking go? I talked about my drumsticks. What, how, what about you? Um, Leon, thanks for the call. Yeah, and no uh, and uh, Leon, I got to tell you that there was a chicken wing shortage announced in the United States for Super Bowl week. Leon and Leon, I went to multiple stores and I asked the meat managers, what's your schedule for chicken wings? (laughs) Yeah. And they said, what do you got in mind? I said, well, we all know that there's a little bit of shortage on chicken wings. And he goes, well, how do you know that? I said, because I'm Mishy and I pay attention. And they are, all right, Mish. And they said, we'll we'll stock them out. The last delivery we're getting on chicken wings is going to be Wednesday morning. And I went to three separate stores, Leon, yeah. America, Mr. Yeah. Red Hook, Oslo. And Denver, I bought man. enough and Denver and I bought a uh, I bought enough chicken wings to feed an army and I cooked them. I cooked 90 chicken wings in your for my Super man? Bowl party. Well, I I decided to uh to put some in the oven and bake them oh, as well. Oh, that was a good move, especially you got a lot of them. You, know, you can only fit so many in those air fryers. I like them, but dude, if you're really hungry, you got to fill them up twice. And I got, well, fill them up twice. We, yeah, I party. made chicken wings. About it. You know, we were having a party. You know, I made chicken wings at noon. I made a second batch at like 4.30. I, um, at game time, I took the ones that were in the oven. I put them in. And I took them out just for game time, and we took them through halftime. And just because I'm cool like that, I gave everyone like a handful in a Ziploc bag to bring on home with them. <laughs> All right, Missy, that's funny. Because uh, you, didn't, you didn't want them hanging wings. out. Oh, did you spice them yourself or did they come like that? No, you got to buy, no, you buy the fresh ones. You know, you oh, got to yeah. take the chop and, like the dry rub, and take man. that wing part off. And I yeah. dry rub. This is the sausage hut way. Right. And, you know, I used a variation of what people would call Nashville hot. And I added a uh, little ghost pepper. Um, and they and they were uh, they were delicious and nutritious. I tried to tell the boys, I said, my wings are so good. You're not going to need them flipped in, in sauce and drenched and dripping and ruining your shirt. And you got to ask me for a clean shirt because your shirt's not clean. You should have asked me for a bid or a towel. Yeah, you got to bring an extra shirt. Sort of you should always bring an extra that shirt if you're going thing. to Mishy's house. Oh, yes. Oh, an extra shirt. no question. All right, yeah, man. Well, well, thanks a lot uh, for taking my call. Johnny, hang in there, man. I like the sausage hut, even though you know, uh, you never know, man. I know you never know, but uh, yeah, okay. All right, Leon. Take it easy, buddy. Hey, All Leon. Right. I hope you're listening because one thing Mr. Cabasa does know, and he knows how to bring the funk. Don't ever say that to my man, Mr. Kibasa. Again, it's an insult to your intelligence. That's right. That's right. Sorry, Leon. I, I just I get that way sometimes. Yeah. I get that way, Mr. Kibasa. <laughs> All right. You you got Don't you want to take know. another call here? Sure. All right. All right. We're taking calls here for the sausage hut firing up the hotline. If you want to call. The Sausage Hut, you can talk to us live. Just uh, call that number on my Twitter account right there, and we'll get you right in. <laughs> Unless the line's busy. If the line's busy, just keep on trying. Okay, here we go. Uh, hello. Hello. 
Hello, caller. How are you? Uh, I'm great. Hey, and, uh, I'm a big fan of the uh, Sausage Hut podcast, and I, I listen to it with my husband. And we, you know, we enjoy some of the things. Some of the things I think are just a little weird, and, you know. But the, the fantasy footballs, uh, you know, I'm not into fantasy football, but then just listening to you guys, I just think you're funny. So that's good. And hi, Mishy. How are you? All right, caller. I appreciate it. How are you? Um, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. And Johnny, uh, thank, thank you. Oh, hey. It's just nice to have you. What's your name, Sugar? Uh, my name's Harriet. Harriet. How you doing? Where are you from, Harriet? I'm from Yankees originally, but now we live in Atlanta. Well, Yonkers by way of Atlanta. Michigan made that that road trip many times from Yonkers to Atlanta. I have uh, been in both places many times. Yonkers is a a wonderful place, Harriet. Um, I hope you're liking the ATL, or as we call it, the ADL. And uh, Harriet, how'd you enjoy? Harriet, how'd you enjoy the Super Bowl? What were you thinking? Well, thinking I, you on know, the Super I, I Bowl? was busy in my kitchen as well, Mishy. I, I like hearing about you talking about your your friend there, and uh, I was wondering. I, I know that you you have a complicated relationship with chicken wings and a complicated relation with your friend uh hooky is that what, what's your name uh his, his hexy your, oh hexy hexy he he's he comes over a lot and he only eats chicken wings i i've, I've got friends like that too really everybody has friends that only eat chicken wings i mean i i don't my friends will eat anything you put in front of them basically well you know that's just the way things is but but mishy i think my, my question for you is i know you you probably paid attention to every move that Hexy made with those chicken wings. And you saw every time that he went and got chicken wings. So you know, and I know you know, how many chicken wings did Hooky end up eating? Hexy. 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 How many wings you... did Hexy eat that day? That's a good question. I know you know too, Mishy. I bet you know. You know, the moment, Harriet, thank you for asking. That's a tremendous question. I'm, I hope you can stay on the line while we answer. Of course, on the ones yeah, and twos. I, can. I, I was waiting on hold for like an hour and a half, but it's okay. Uh, my husband, the hand, okay. he's not back from the bar yet anyway. That's all right. That's Listen, it's you, me, Mr. Kielbasa. Three. There's a back, win- there's a back window somewhere. You so, Harriet. Yeah, mix an Eiffel Tower in some states that means but let's talk about the question shall we mr oh, now you're talking my language boys harriet this is a this is not a family program and i may not even be a family kind of guy hey but i am trying to answer your question harriet please 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 if i may and harriet when you asked that question i, I kind of went into that mental picture not mentally re special but i envisioned each time i glanced over and saw like the dripping of uh and the napkins that hex took and i would venture to say that hexy ate upwards of 35 chicken wings from one o'clock in the afternoon till 10 o'clock at night wow that's impressive i bet is, is hexy a big strapping man or is he just one of those little skinny guys no hexy is uh he hexy used to be a punter and he has oh, so he's a, got long legs. Yes, he does. And he's got these little chicken thighs. I mean, little chicken calves that maybe remind him of chicken. Reminds me of chicken wings. But he uh, ate and ate and he ate in shifts. He ate and he drank and he drank and he ate and he ate and he drank. And it is true that there were a couple times this season where we could not or I could not uh, – find chicken wings in any store where I am. 
and I would make something uh, incredibly, incredibly nice. You know, maybe some pulled pork, maybe, maybe something else. And maybe I'd buy a pizza from a nice pizza place that's around the corner from me. And Brother Hex wouldn't touch those things. He would not. He refused to eat them. Everything I said about that is absolutely true. And that son of a gun just ate chicken wings for like 10 hours. Does, does he, he dip them? Does he dip them? Does he dip them? There, there are times where uh, um, the serving, the dipping. I, I dip had like three, I had three oh. or four, five, six kind of sauces. I had some, you know, the green kind of sauce. I had straight up barbecue sauce. I had I had my own blend with, you know, that Michi has learned to make. And I had a couple variations, and every once in a while, like, like I said, I'd turn around and see, like, this goo dripping down. It was, like, barbecue sauce coming down his chin, hitting his shirt. He oh, didn't yeah. care. He was a happy, happy person. Super chicken Super. Oh, geez, he, that sounds like fun. He's covered with sauce, and, you know, you just got to go up to him with a wet rag and just wipe off his mouth a little bit. That dirty no, 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 Harriet, that's that's not my job. Me, I can tell you, though, I did oh, throw a towel at job, once. Mm-hmm. Understood. But I was across the room and saw the dripping that was about to hit the floor, and I said to myself, well, where's your – and I put a couple extra – legitimate towels around because we're guys and we throw things and we break things and we spill things. So I, where I was sitting, I picked up this, this towel, this white towel and why I had a white towel. I'm, it's never going to get clean, but I had one there and I threw it at Hex. He hit him right in the side of the head and he just proceeded to grab it off his, that side of the head and wipe his face and said, thanks, Mish. And threw the damn towel on the ground. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't there to make friends. He was just there to eat chicken wings and have a good time. I mean, I like to have a good time, and I like to eat chicken wings too. And when they're all saucy, mm, but that's fun. that's. Uh, but Mitchy, I know you know. You know exactly how many he. How many did he put on his plate the first time? And how many trips did he take? You said he ate about he, thirty-five wings. What do you think? Did he take seven? I did think, he take yeah. twelve at the first time? Did how many times did he go back and forth, or did he just load it up and just eat off of one plate? Or what did he do? Wow, the food special. Wow, food Harry special, wants to Mr. know. Kibasa. Harry wants Harry to know. Harry wants man. to know. Dial one eight hundred hex. Ask him yourself, <laughs> Harriet. <laughs> Harriet. He put twelve chicken wings on his plate the first time. Twelve. He went back. Uh, six or seven times. So I may have been, you know, if I said 35, if I said 45, you know, I think in Hex he ate half the chicken wings, to tell you the truth. And, and so you had, you had a bunch of them. You had 70 chicken wings at least? Oh, at least. Oh, geez. That's a, that's that's good for you, Mishy. Did you, uh, what did you cook them in on? Uh, like cookie pans or something? Um, I, is this Harriet or Mr. Kielbasa? That's Mr. Kielbasa. This is Mr. Kielbasa. Uh, Mr. Kibasa there, I, I air-fried I'm still some. here, too. You know, I'm still here. All right, Harriet and Mr. Kibasa, I put some in the air fryer in my special dry rub. I put some in the air fryer, and there was a point I put some because, you know, I had to make a boatload. In the air fryer, you can only make, you know, what, 20 at a time. So, and then I had four people at the house. That's five each. That's not nearly enough. So I put, you know, a big stack in the oven before the game. I have uh, worked out the recipe to cook them in the oven because that's what I do. And I certainly worked out the, the timing and how to put them in the air fryer. And for me, 
I enjoyed the air fryer ones, but they were all crispy to no end, and they were delicious, Harry. How were your chicken wings, Harry, at the party? Was it a, was it a big hit or what? Well, you know, I double bake mine. I double bake them. We've always double baked them. And first off, you, you put a you put a rub on them, and then you you bake them the first time, and then you take them out, and then what you do is you dip them in a little sauce right then, and then you took you take them back, you put them back in the oven, and then for like the last couple minutes, you sauce them again, and you put them under the broiler, and they just get they get a little caramelized, they get a little saucy, they get a little crispy, and then that's I mean that's how my husband's always liked it, you know. So we've been doing chicken wings for a lot for a long time, and usually we have the neighbors over, but not this year because of COVID. So. Yes. Yes. So that's a hey. Now, I, you know, I I, uh, I I just love chicken wings, and I put my apron on, and I you know I spend most of the game just running back and forth to the kitchen. I don't really need to watch any of it, but it's fun, and you know, I might have a wine spritzer at halftime or something like that. Well, good for you, Harriet. Yeah, I tell you what, you, Harriet. Harriet, I appreciate this call because I, as you know, if you guys have listened to the program, Missy takes notes with crayons on his wall. And um, I put a big headline uh, banner sort of uh, thing going out there, and, and I wrote Chicken Wings, the Harriet way. And Harriet, just for you, I am going to, I am going to uh, not attempt, but I am going to perfect in my own ways that same recipe, because that sounds pretty good, Harriet. I appreciate that very much. You guys have fun double baking your chicken wings, because that's how we do it in Yonkers. Wow. And you wow, Harriet, I'm New Jersey, Michi. Well, you see, that's just what the birth certificate said, and uh, who believes those these days, anyway? The idea that you bring in something fun to the table, Harriet, I'm really appreciative of the phone call. And uh, Mr. Cabasa, I know that you're all queued up, and I don't mean to cut Harriet short, but do we have time, perhaps, for another call? Thanks for the call, Harriet. We'll talk to you next time, hopefully. No problem, guys. Rock on. <laughs> well, uh, we should have asked if Harriet had a sister, Mr. Cabasa. What's going on there? Uh, hey, hopefully she'll call back. She seems like a big fan. She definitely had you pegged in, with your chicken wing thing, man. That's funny. She she pointed that out. But I know you were keeping score. You were definitely keeping score. My man Hexer, my man Hexer ate more chicken wings than Jim Morrison ever ate. <laughs> that was a funny joke, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to explain it. If you got it, you got it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back domain. Can you put that on? Give me a little. Give me a little. I'll. I'll uh, I'm going to sing that. I'm going to put that to. Well, let's put that to music. Okay, let's see here. Before we take another call, Mr. Kavasa. Uh, <laughs> My name is Hexa. As 
long as I ain't cooking or cleaning, I eat all the chicken wings that I can. Sir, Mr. Kibasa. Bringing the punk. I'm a chicken wing man. Yeah, I'm a chicken wing man. My name is Hexa, Hexa, Hexa. I think we might have time for one more call, Mishy. All right, don't sing it, bring it, Mr. Kibasa. Right, let's see. Let's go to the hotline here. Back to the hotline on Sausage Hunt, taking calls radio, football postmodern edition with a whole lot of chicken wings and a whole lot of mishy and a little bit of the butcher and a little bit of you and me, everybody. Yeah. Hello, my aunt. Hello, caller. Welcome to the Sausage Hut. Hey, man. Uh, how's it going? Uh, I just want to let you guys know that, uh, yeah, man, and, and I just hate Tom Brady, too, so, uh, Michigan, I know what you're saying, and I thought, I thought a lot of the refs, they, they had a lot of bullshit calls, so, and that, it was just kind of weird, but had that, that, that streak, I just don't understand, Michigan, why don't they show streakers, I mean, I think that would be the funniest thing in the whole game, but, uh, they just, whenever the streaker starts running out, they don't even do anything, they just, they pretend it's not there, what, I mean, what the hell are they doing, man? Is everybody too busy looking to look through the camera or something like that? Are they all jerking off or what? Hey, if there was an ejector seat for phone calls, dude, you'd be on it. What do you mean, man? What's your... I, I, I feel your pain. I, I'm talking like you're talking. No, nah, there is no pain. There is joy. You're the uh, easy now. There is joy in the whole thing, which I'm just not satisfied. There is no hate. There is only respect. And and enjoyment, and I, I, I don't think you're approaching this correctly. Can we can we get another caller in here, Mister Boss? I don't even want to deal with this guy. Uh, no, we can't because <laughs> he hasn't even asked this question yet, has he? I still don't want to do. I it. like this guy. I, I'll tell you what. What's I'm your name, caller? I apologize, America. Yeah, America, Oslo Red Hook caller. I apologize. I got a little. I got a little emotional there. Well, I mean, Please, I, caller. I, I know. Tell us your name. Tell us your name. Well, I, Where I, already, you I already told Johnny my name because you know, frankly, I'm here to talk uh, talk to you. I'm, I'm here to talk at you because you know you, you're. See, you're that's what I'm talking about. Because I, you know, you would be nothing if I didn't listen to your podcast. So I thought I'd call up and kind of give you a couple pointers because uh, that's how it's going to go, man. Now, if you eat, you know, your buddy comes over and you're just going to feed him chicken wings all day. I mean. He must be taking some major dumps at your house before he leaves. I mean, or the next day. I mean, if he comes over the next day, you're gonna have a, you're gonna have all sorts of hogwash on your hands, there, Michigan. But what I really Listen, about, man, yeah. we do not do low flow toilets. Do I do I make myself clear? We do not you do got the industrial low flow ones. toilets. Excuse me. 
I, I'll go to a third world country and get a real toilet before I buy a low flow toilet. Well, you know, Please. in the third world countries over them overseas, there they, uh, you know, they, they, they don't even do that. They got squats. They got whole. They got little squatter holes. You know, over there, they just got squatter holes. And you, you know, maybe you got one of them squatter holes out to your garage or something like that because you lack that sort of thing. Caller. My name's Roy. Goddammit. Roy. Goddammit. The the idea that's a great name, Roy. Did you give that to yourself? You know, I, the, I, I studied um, uh, clinical psychiatry at uh, the University of Wallamaloo over there in Australia. Uh, yeah, on the, they, yeah, they got, I got they you. Got I got really you. Good uh, philosophy department. Yeah, all the crazy people really need to study that. Listen, to what I'm not trying to tell you here. The Kansas City Chiefs have a warehouse that says Super Bowl Fifty Five. That looks like Fifty Four with the crappy uh, trophy in it. That says Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl champions. No one can buy them because they can't sell them. What happens is they get shipped to underprivileged countries in India. They get tripped, sent to Africa. They get to ship to places where they get the tax deduction, and and they get what gets shipped back is of course is non-low flow toilets. So there's a lot of. Uh, you know, there's a lot to look forward to from a losing team if you're from those countries. What was the yeah. question again, Mr. Yeah, Kabasa? Well, yeah, thanks for giving us all a lesson on uh, the global supply chain that your shit T-shirts go to. And uh, I'm glad that you, uh, all those people up there, can just afford to print off a bunch of T-shirts for people that they don't even know if it's going to be right or not. I mean, why don't they just sell the? I bet they'd sell big over there in Tampa Bay. I bet I would love to have one of those from Tampa Bay. Are you from Tampa Bay? Michi, is that where you're from? I mean, no. you sound like you might be from Tampa Bay. We know the well, real Florida don't start till Pensacola. Well, you know, that's South Alabama, if you must know. So, the idea yeah, that I can get to Tampa... Cuba, God damn it. Thank you. I can... It's quickest to me for me to get to Tampa if I take a boat and go across the Gulf of Mexico. It takes seven hours to drive from here. It is three hours by boat. So, did I go into the Tampa parade? Was I invited to bring my boat onto the Tampa parade and party with Gronkowski and all those guys? I was not invited because, quite frankly, I picked Kansas City to win, and I'm a I'm a late life convert, and I've learned to appreciate the greatness that's Tom Brady. But no, to answer your question. I'm not from Tampa. All right. Well, okay, Roy. Thanks for your call, man. Uh, even though you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, well, you know, you guys, this is the best thing that ever happened to your podcast calling me. You know, I got a podcast. I got a lot more downloads than you, so, you know, you guys can fuck off. Thank you for your call. Damn. Thank you for Damn. your call, Roy. And uh, maybe you'll call back next time because, hey, you need a point maybe counterpoint not. on the Sausage Hut. Mishy. Mr. Kielbasa. Mr. Kielbasa. The natives are restless. You can't please, you know, you can't please some of the people all the time, and you can't please anybody appalled the pod. Well, you know, there's it, it, you know, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself, Mr. Cabasa. That's all I can tell you. I don't want to set the world on <laughs> fire. Oh, my goodness. No, that was uh, that was quoting a song from the early 70s by Ricky Nelson, Mr. Kibasa. 
And the song was called Garden Party. Can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. And that's how we do it. If you enjoy the program, I'm very happy. If you want to bitch and moan, you can find me on the beach. We'll discuss it. But I appreciate the listeners. I can't say everyone needs to agree with you or agree with me, and I don't expect it. But what I do expect, Mr. Cabasa, is for people to get over the jealousy and for people to get over their envy and get on with the living and doing good things like we try to do on this program right here, Mr. Cabasa. I have a Florida orange that I want to send to Roy. Roy, will you uh, send message Mr. Cabasa on his Insta? And I want to send you a Florida orange, Roy. And I want you to enjoy it. There's a nice orange for you. Got an orange for you. Now we got some party gifts for the callers, Mr. Cabasa. That's pretty good. Hey, I got a question for you, Mr. Kavasa. Yeah. How many times was uh, Mrs. Tom Brady shown during the game? Was it more than once, or as the gamblers said it would be, or was it less than one, as they said it might be? It's fucking tight. I kept looking for her. I... Got to admit, I don't didn't have my eyes on the television 100% of the time. <sighs> During the game, I don't know. Do you know? Do you know the number? What was the over-under? I three? Will, I think it was three, yeah. And I can't recall seeing her once in the stands. There you mm. go. I wonder if the producers put some money down on that bet and then say, we'll take the under for $500,000. You know, it's totally, yeah, it's totally not random. You know, somebody could do that just like the streaker thing. <laughs> well, I'm going to bet a bunch of money on a streaker being there and, and then I'm going to go streak. streaker. That's so funny, man. That's the stuff dreams are made of. I hope it's a real story. But, I don't know. I, um, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, that, uh, I uh, even if it isn't, we should have thought of it first, Mister Kabasa. That's what I mean. Yeah, although you're the you'd be, have to do the streaking. I could do some oh, uh, divergence. I have this. I have the speed. I have the physique. Um, you know, I can do that. Sweet. And those big old chunky monkey uh, referees will never catch me. Yeah. And then once the ladies get a get a view of what you're packing, whoo wee. It's Instagram it's illegal in city. 19 states, Mr. Kabasa. It's illegal in 19 states for yours truly to wear bicycle pants. <laughs> and on that note, everybody. <laughs> we're going to take it out of here like we haven't taken out of here in a while. I got one more question, though, Mr. Kabasa, if I may. Yeah. Super Bowl 56. What two teams will be playing in next year's Super Bowl, in your opinion, Mr. I'm going to say Tampa Bay and Cleveland. How about you, Michi? I, uh, I'm going to double down. I'm going to say the Cleveland Browns will be playing the Washington football team. Wow. Who will make the playoffs as the number one defense at the scouting people. And 
the top running team, or top three or four running teams in the National Football League. And they will be a wild card team, much like Tampa Bay was this year, and they will go to the Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying right here, right now, one year out. See you next time, everybody. Chicken wings. There we go.